Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and over gaming community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres, but our roots are in first-person shooters. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the ReaperCast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ReaperCast. We are at episode 103. Yes, John did not go through any change or anything. It doesn't sound more awesome. Uh, actually, he's under the weather, so I am filling in as a host this evening, and I, I haven't had to do it in a while, and it's kind of painful because I don't, I can't be mean to John. I got to kind of play the, the host role, so I have to end up kind of being nice, and it's a little difficult. Tonight, there's only just two of us here, so it might be on the shorter side of a show, and a lot of you probably are thankful that it's shorter because it just is a shorter amount of time of, of pain and of having to listen. Uh, but we appreciate you guys listening to it. And I have with me tonight, the grumpkin of all grumpkins. Uh, he's the one that makes sure we sound good on the show all the time. He's always worried about how we sound. Uh, Lala Calamari, how are you doing? What you playing? What you drinking? I'm fine. I'm doing great. What am I drinking? I'm drinking a good one here. I got a, it's a local beer, evil genius, uh, Stacy's mom. So cool. Stacey's I like that go, already. Got it going on, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an IPA. It's it's really pretty good. It's like 7.5 and it'll knock you on your ass a little bit. So <laughs> So so yeah, it's got a strong to it then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of got a little kick to it, but it's it's pretty good. Uh if you're in the Philadelphia area and you see anything from Evil Genius, they they make great beers. They got one that I'm looking forward to trying. It's called uh Han Shot First. <laughs> That's- <laughs> like, so they got lots of good titles. Oh yeah, it's, there, yeah, their, their titles are awesome. So it's yeah, it's like I said, it's a local beer, and they're really good. And as far as what I'm playing, I think I'm playing everything. I think I'm playing every single game that's out there right now. It's kind of one of those times right now where there's not like the game. No, no. You know, I'm still playing some Blackout. I I managed to to uh, squeak out a win with Grex. So you know how handicapped I was during that match. I had to deal mm. with Grex, and you couldn't even hear him to no, communicate. No, so we, but we did mm. manage to get a win. And then I've played with Beers quite a few games, Beers and Short Bus. Then we also have been playing some Destiny. So I've been helping Gunny, getting him leveled up because he's under leveled. All of a sudden, he decided he wouldn't use his Xbox that he paid for. So <laughs> that's are you getting government checks for <laughs> assisting uh, the special needs? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah. By hel- helping Gunny out. Yeah, so I'm helping Gunny out. I uh we managed to uh two man the the uh nightfall, which is really just one man because Gunny was useless. And then over the weekend we ran the uh the Tater Raid, which is uh the Xbox side. We we had the uh the B team. Um mm-hmm. We took three guys that have never raided before ever into it, so it was it was quite the experience. It was a uh, more of a learning exercise than it was an attempt of completion. That's actually really good that we have people in our community that are willing to do that, because with a game like that, there's the hardcore players that play forever. So if if you haven't gotten into that, you're 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 scared to jump in with people to do a raid and get yelled at. So that's nice that we have that in our group. Yeah, I mean as as much as I break Valiant's balls about Destiny, I mean, he's so good with this. 
he goes in there and he doesn't get flustered or angry. And his his goal is to get these people through that have never raided and you know train them. I mean, we went in three guys that had no idea how to do the raid. They weren't properly geared, so we're kind of dealing with whatever weapons they had. And we came close to defeating the one section we were working on. So it was uh it was actually productive. I mean, even though we didn't do it, it was it was still productive. I'm sure you were nice and calm the whole time too. You know what? The raids are the best time to game with me because I don't talk that much. There's too much crosstalk and there's too much chaos going on. So when people just start making noises or talking, it just it actually makes it worse. So I actually shut mm. up. I just shut up and let uh, and let value handle sudden, it. Not. Yeah, all of a sudden I'm now interested in doing a raid <laughs> if it keeps you quiet. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, you know, there's times when I'll, I'll point out stuff and I'll try to help people out and. I bite my tongue the entire time, and I'm w- wondering, why the hell am I doing this? Because raids in Destiny are very stressful, even with a team that can do it. Mm-hmm. So they're just so hard. Yeah. You, have to, you have to be absolutely perfect on pretty much everything you do. And if somebody of, of the six is not perfect, you fail, and you got to start over again. It's just... Yeah. It can bring divisiveness amongst people. Oh, it's just... It's rough. So we, we did that. Uh, I also been playing the, this new shiny penny called Apex Legends, so I've been squeezing some games in of that, which we'll talk about in a bit some more, right? Yeah. And then and then I wrapped up the weekend with uh, the Division Two beta. Yes, which we'll be talking about. Look at you! You're like just putting little little uh, niblets <laughs> in there for people to, to stay tuned to hear what we talk about with it. Well, you know, uh, it's just I had know. to make sure I got some time in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm drinking it up this tonight. I have an iced tea. Uh, been a lot of busy weeks and fighting sinus cold, so it's been fun. I think John gave me his death plague or whatever he's got going on. You got the Nebraskan flu. The Nebraska flu, and um, from from the hundredth episode, uh, listening to clips uh, when I discussed how they didn't have medicine. Apparently, um, I, that was one of the clips you played. So apparently, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I don't have Nebraska flu because I'll be out for a while. Oh, boy. Um, but you have medicine yeah, up there, we, right? And yeah, doctors. In Connecticut, we have medicine. Generally, the butlers bring a tea in Connecticut. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, these rich states. Um, I've been playing. I've been kind of all over. The, I play Atlas still a lot. Um, I've been playing a game, My Time at Porsche, which is a PC game. It's kind of a, uh, it's like Stardew Valley, like those type of uh village with the NPCs type of thing, building game. It's kind of Stardew Valley on, on uh, steroids, which is really cool. And I decided to try and plow my way through the uh, the, the first Metro game, Metro 2033, uh, the Redux, which the graphics are redone and everything on PC. So I'm getting through that. It's a good story. The problem has been I'm kind of at the point, sometimes there's games when I just want to kind of get through the story, and I don't want to be challenged. I, I don't mind firing a gun, killing some enemies here and there. Let let me get through the story. Don't I don't want to die a bunch. And they don't really have an easy mode. They have a normal mode that's not that challenging. But sometimes when there's a spot where I've died a few times and I feel like just saying, no, I'm done, but I'm still pushing through on it. But, you know, for old people, sometimes you just want that story interaction. Well, you don't because you, you only like multiplayer and you think single player can rot. But yeah, I I just want that story sometimes. Hey, I, I listen to the story in Elder Scrolls Online, and it's the only game That's I true. do. I don't even do that. <laughs> I listen to every stinking word. I blow word. right through that. Yeah. I just want to know where I'm supposed to go to next. <laughs> so that's what I've been playing and everything. And um, I got to imagine, even though Johnny's not here, and I'm sure he's the reason why you're always angry, not me. 
I'm sure you have a rant about something that you can tell us about. What are you angry about? Well, I'm, I'm going to pull the rant I had this morning from the forums. I'm one of the remaining few that still watch The Walking Dead. I, I still enjoy the show. You know, the, the, last night they kicked it off again, and the episode was actually pretty good up until one. Yeah, let's one let's point. go here. Well, let me interrupt. I'm sorry, interrupt your anger. You're not spoiling anything. No, no, there's no spoilers. Okay, okay, thank you. No spoilers. So anyway, so what's pissing me off is Judith, Rick's son, or Rick's son, Rick's daughter. I guess now is about nine years old. I'm thinking Carl for some reason. She's uh, I think she's about like nine years old, or this little girl, and she's walking around. With Rick's hand cannon. <laughs> His fucking hand yeah, cannon. This big, big giant revolver. 357, 44. I'm not sure which one it was, but this thing is monstrous. This thing, and she's pointing it at people. This thing has to weigh more than she does. There's no way this girl could fire this gun. It, it's she so holds mad. it one-handed too, doesn't she? Well, no, she actually holds it two. But does she do two? Yeah, and right. she's pointing at someone for a long time. I'm thinking, I'm following this guy. I'm, I'm taking my chance and, and kicking this girl around because... There's no way she's going to fire this gun. It's going to she'll pull the trigger. It's going to smash her right in the face, the recoil. Uh, then to top it off, she has a little ninja sword on her back. Mm. And she's, having, she's holding these conversations with people uh, as if she's an adult. Like these are completely, mm -hmm. these are more adult conversations than I have. And I'm like, this is a nine-year-old girl. Like, stop, stop. It, it, it's making me sick because it's so unbelievable. I don't know what the show writers think. There's like no common sense. No way this would be real. To me, I'm thinking, like, they must be even, like, dreaming this character because it's so odd. It, the whole thing's just odd and wrong. But anyway, so that's my well, rant. And they don't have Lori always asking where she is. Ugh. So she wanders off and nobody's worried about where she is. Well, here's the other thing. So this girl, she's outside the goddamn fence of the compound. She's just roaming around, walking around doing her own thing, solo, by herself, a nine-year-old girl in a zombie-infested world. Yeah. You're going to let your nine-year-old kid walk around downside? <laughs> you know, yeah. You, you don't even yeah. let your nine-year-old kid go out in your front yard now, you know, without having you know, your eye on them. I mean, it's just... <laughs> I, I, You didn't mind. I'm not going to go into spoilers of last night or anything. I remember when I used to get excited when the show was coming back on. And now there's part of me that's like, oh, it's back on. I got to watch it. <laughs> well, I think what they're doing now is pretty good. I think the problem I have with it now isn't so much the show. It's just that I already know. I, I read the comics, so I already know what's going yeah. on. Do you know what's going on? And it's just, you know, waiting to see it happen. And if it doesn't happen the way it did in the comics, then I'm pissed off. But then, you know, I, I either know what's going to happen or I don't. And either way, it's, I'm not happy. And I think it's all because I'm, I know what, I'm up to date with the comics. See, but here's the difference now um, when a show's well done and when a show's not with even if you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Game of Thrones well. is the, people knew what, like, what was going to happen Game of Thrones with a lot of stuff. Sure. And you don't hear those complaints out of that show. No, you don't. Um, well, I, I didn't get start reading the books, the Game of Thrones, till after season one. Mm -hmm. And when uh, they, they hacked off Ned's head. I was like, because mm -hmm. the whole yeah. time you're thinking, like, this is the main character. This is, and he's a pretty good guy. I'm like, this guy's a pretty badass actor. And next thing you know, like, you're thinking the whole time, they're not going to kill him. They're not going to kill him. Oh, they kill him. Like, holy shit. So then I started reading the books. I actually prefer the TV show over the books. Those books, the are, books are a little long, drawn out Ugh, in spots. They're painful. Like, there's a chapter of, like, you know, somebody walking through a field. And, yeah. you know, it's like, 
Sansa coming down the mountain of the ear. Yes. You know, the the system. Like, oh my God, it's a whole chapter. It's like, it is a whole chapter. Yeah. But, but, you know, you know, in Walking Dead, and that's one of the things that frustrates you, but yet you do not hear that complaint in Game of Thrones. No. So, you know, well, you know, I'm sure you'll be angry about something. Show I, just, too. Uh, I just, I couldn't get, get over it. Like I'm watching. I'm like, this is just, it's just was so corny and so wrong and just so dumb. I don't know what their, their thinking behind this is, but she is a little girl. Give her like a 22 rifle or something. I mean, a, a 44 Magnum revolver. That's probably weighs about 30 pounds or almost as much as she does. I mean, you know, it's, it's just this massive pistol and. They're now going to run into problems with actors because all the main actors are, are leaving. <laughs> yeah, they're, going, so, they're going on to other things that get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they keep having Exodus as well. So we'll see how long they can keep putting up. But yeah, I, I I still watch it. But the excitement that I used to have is not there. Yeah, it's a shame they couldn't keep the actors uh, up, up until at least the end of this next arc. Mm-hmm. Like get them through this arc, and then they could have moved on and branched out because they would have been kind of caught up to the thing. And this is a pretty, it was a pretty interesting story arc in the comics, and mm-hmm. I would like to see them get past that, and then maybe they could split off. So if the actors probably would stay stuck around for another season, but what are you going to do? Well, you know, I watched like the commercials for that Laurie Cohen show, and I'm. I'm like, you left for that? That's not going to last. That show, that show's going to tank. Oh yeah, you know it's going to last like be a year or two, and. I guess what? Yeah, she didn't really technically leave The Walking Dead. She's just not on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's just somewhere. Somewhere, no one knows. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's a shocker that you're angry. Um, you know, who would have thunk? So for some reason, you keep coming back show after show and have something that's amazing. It's amazing. But it's, uh, there's just always something. Yeah, that, that's the always something. Always something. And John, don't worry, John will do something angry for the next show. Talk about people calling out sick on, on podcasts next show. Yeah, that could I be could. I could have done that today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for our community, uh, obviously at forums.grimreapersgamers.com, uh, grimreapersgamers.com. Uh, if you're a listener, you haven't thought about joining us, come check out the website, see what we're all about. Uh, we, we always got stuff going on in our forums. We always have people looking to play. Uh, PC, Xbox, PS4, you name it. Uh, not many Switch. But Johnny ruined Switch for our community, but with his lies. You think he would take it uh, up and like run Switch events, like, you know, some Mario Switch Karts events. or something? Come on, Johnny. Yeah. And we do things, too. Like, uh, you can talk recently. Uh, we I think it was before, after the last show, uh, we we had the Destiny tournament. Oh, yeah. And how, and how did that go? What, how did what, Talk, tell us, I forgot tell about us in that. our community what we do with these tournaments. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the, we had the, uh, the tournament. We had uh, broken up to, t- what, four teams of three. And mm-hmm. um, all I got to do is say that the best team won. Mm. And that was uh, Grex, Soulless, and me. We, we we kicked ass. We are the Destiny champions. This isn't golf where the lowest score wins. We won. Mm. And uh, it was it was glorious. Um, but what, what we do is it's basically, um, it's casual competitive, how, how I would call our tournament. So they kind of, people bring their A games, but you know, for the most part, no one's getting butt hurt about losing or whatever. I mean, there's going to be teams where someone drops and you don't have the right composition, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, we make the best of it and it's a lot of fun. And if you, we have another one, I think we're looking to try to do a call of duty one. You know, if you mm-hmm. have the game, just sign up and play. I mean, we're just, it's not. Super serious. We're just out there trying to have some fun. 
Yeah, it's not it's not esports or anything. No, no, God. not with our level of play. No, no, it, it's more like D sports or F sports or. <laughs> no, like, there's not a letter low enough, no, I think, to Z, describe the, the caliber of our play. Oof. But yeah, so make sure you check out the forums. Uh, if you're always looking, and if there's something you want to play, and you're not sure if anybody else wants to, you know, throw throw a post up there. Odds are there's going to be somebody who might be interested in it. Yeah, make sure to take advantage of the LFG post too, because you can post up, people get an idea of what everybody else is playing, and uh, maybe form some fire teams from that, as well as like with, with the raid signups, it's really important that people sign up for that, because we've been mm-hmm. bringing two different groups to the raids. So this way, it gives Valiant an opportunity to know who's going to be there and how we can break up the teams and get people in the right groups. I think he would bump me even if I was the first one to sign up. He would definitely. I think you would probably edit that post and delete it. Delete your mm-hmm. your, your your reply. Yeah, yeah. So, so definitely check us out. I mean, we always got stuff going on, and obviously the vision's coming out soon. Um, you know, Anthem's coming out soon. Apex is hitting now. Plus Call of Duty. Plus our our Destiny community is really gelling, and a lot of guys playing that. Uh, so you know, make sure you check us out. We're recording this on Monday, and tonight is beers running the uh, blackout. Balls out, blackout night. Mm-hmm. We always have something going on. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, come check us out. Uh, let's go through some news here. And uh, actually, one of the things is it had a host tonight, uh, not bail on us. Bastard. I, actually, I said I was going to be nice to him. I hope he feels better because I really want to be able to be mean to him again. Uh, so I said how I was playing Metro 2033 Redux uh, on Steam. The the new Metro game, I forget what the hell it's called, Last Light or what the hell it's called. It's coming out soon. And it was on Steam. This is on the PC side, not a console side. It was on Steam, and then they made some deal with Epic Games, and now it's exclusive on Epic Games, I believe, for a year. So people that pre-ordered it on Steam still can get it from Steam, but they took it off. You cannot buy it from Steam anymore. So, of course, that got all the nerds up in arms. So they are now reviewing the older, there's two Metro games previous to the, the one coming out. They're giving the, the old ones poor reviews now because the newer game is going to Epic on their launcher <laughs> and not in Steam. So their reviews are going in the tank, not based off of the game, but based off of the new game not being on Steam. This is insane. It's just people are so petty. I don't get it. I mean, this is crazy. Now, now, granted, I've said before, we've talked about it here. I like just having one launcher and not having seven different launchers that I got to figure out what games and what launcher and and how I'm going to launch it. I like Steam. I appreciate competition. But don't knock an old game that was a well-reviewed game and a good game for a future game that has nothing to do with that one. It, it, the whole process of reviews don't it really exist no. the way they're intended to. No. Because people just say, just petty, like my same thing on Amazon. You go on Amazon and uh, you go to look at a product review and uh didn't come in two days. You know, I had to wait a week. But, uh, that's, that's a delivery <laughs> review. That's not a product review. And it's just unfortunate that, and Steam is a really bad place for this. Well, you know, it's it's that Reddit mentality where people, if you're not part of the hive mind, 
you get downvoted and you get shit upon and commented against. You know, it's just it's everywhere now. It's I don't know what goes through people's minds. They just our society we, we've lost it. We just why would you down? Why would you give a review to a product just based on where it's being <laughs> being launched? Like it doesn't make any sense. It's sad. Yeah, a future game. It's not even based off of that game. And it's it goes back to what we talked about with multiplayer too. How multiplayer is not played the way designers intend you to play it. No, Battlefield they intend you to work as a team and play the objective. Reality is twenty people are snipers, and two people are playing the objective. Yeah. The same thing. The review system is based for people, and Steam will show you how many hours somebody's played a game. Uh, you know, so you can give your opinion on the game and sell it or don't sell it and help other people make an educated guess on a purchase. And they've basically taken that away by nixing a game in the past because of a future decision. And it's just unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, you get that with everything. I mean, Yelp does it, but I I like the Mm -hmm. gamers that I put 2000 hours into this game and it sucks with their honest reviews. I'm like, yes. You need to yeah, rethink your yeah. life choices if you put 2,000 hours into a game that you hate. Yeah. and then, Well, I can see the Steam reviews sometimes, too. Like, this game sucks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they played, you know, a, a tenth of an hour. <laughs> like, well, you probably didn't even get through the tutorial, man. I'm like, you know. So I try and look at people that have played a, a decent number of time on the game. And you do have some people that will give you honest feedback. But these people just come in and railroad. And then what happens in Steam is it'll say, you know, recent reviews and it'll say negative or positive. And so now this, this game that was a solid game has mixed <laughs> because people are just shitting all over them, not releasing the new one on steam. It's ridiculous. So I guess that was kind of my rant. In the sense there you too. go. Yeah. The rant is yeah. spreading. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And my anger is spreading now too. <laughs> and I'm looking at a picture of gritty holding a chainsaw <laughs> on my TV. That's, that's that was pretty disturbing. Oh, the, they should be happy. Uh, that, the Flyers are doing well. Yeah. The Flyers yeah, are doing well. The Sixers right are doing now, well. I'm a professional host. I have the Flyers game on while I'm hosting so I can be distracted all over the place. I don't like hockey, so I don't have it on. I know. You're not a Philadelphian. No, I'm not. Not a true one. Thank God. So Anthem, uh, Anthem still, they had their regular beta the open beta not the vip one or whatever and uh there still seems to be a lot of people really sold on it i didn't get to play the open one i was kind of busy during the time so uh you had some thoughts on that yeah i didn't play the open i played just the the initial one just to play it um but i just saw on the news that they anthem won't let uh players customize their pilots which is really weird like you're human that you're you are like you know, EA mm-hmm. has these great customization for like people, and why why wouldn't they let you just customize your pilot? I don't get this one. This was, seems kind of odd to me. Yeah, you'd think that they could. Well, here's the dreaded word: they could microtransaction that. Oh God! I'm surprised they're not. No, I, I just it just seems like that. This was like an odd choice. I for a game that's basically like a, a an MMO style game, you would think they would allow mm-hmm. people to customize it by. And it's meaningless because you're always going to be in the suit. You probably never see your face, but still. Yeah, that is true. I mean, maybe when you're walking around that, yeah, that area before you suit up, uh, you might you might get some views there of of your uh, character. But yeah, for the most part, you're out there in a the suit. I I don't know what to do about this game for me. 
I really don't know what to do. It's cool flying around like Iron Man. It's it's beautiful. I I just I don't know if it's because of Destiny, and I and I'm not trying to compare the two. I just get that feeling of man, I got to play this game all the time to stay ahead to stay on top of things so I can still play game with my friends. That's my concern. Well, it's it's you're gonna have to. I mean, it's one of those games that to level up, gear up, and if you want to participate in whatever events they are, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to stay on top of it. And that's what these games are like, just a MMO light style game. And I, I give them credit. It's smart. Yeah. I mean, it makes somebody committed to the game. But uh, on the other side, for somebody like me, it takes away for me because I'm like, well, I know I'm not. I, in the past, I've always gotten the games and like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I don't do it. So I, I really don't know what to do about this one. I know we have a lot of people. It's People are hyped for the game. People are ready for the game. Oh, my goodness. There's so Even many Even with people. the VIP beta and the regular beta, I can guarantee you there still will be server problems at launch. <laughs> well, you, you can expect that. It, we'll, we'll see. Um, there's going to be an initial barrage of players hitting the server all, all at once. But I don't know. I mean, like, I enjoy games like this. I don't mind grinding to an extent. Like Destiny, I kind of hit the wall at the moment. I'm at 650. I got pretty much the guns I kind of need. Mm-hmm. So there's really no reason for me to continue go chasing after every little thing. I mean, we have some guys that will go and get every single gun, every single armor piece. And I, I reach a certain, mm-hmm. I have a th- certain threshold and that's where I hit, you know, I, I hit that and I'm kind of, I put it down and I move on to the next. So Anthem coming out now, uh, it'll be nice. It'll be a nice change of pace. It'll give me something new to play. Uh, I don't know how long I'll play Anthem. That may not be a long-term like Destiny uh, Division or Elder Scrolls. Yeah, we're going to talk about Division a little bit uh, longer, but I want to ask this question, actually. Being is, they're less than a month apart, I believe, in release, the two games, Division and Anthem. Does that hurt each of them? Because I, I see people that are like, well, I'm going to either get this one or that one, not both. It's definitely uh, people going or, or, or waffling. They're pulling a Johnny and waffling on it, trying to decide which mm-hmm. one they want. And a lot of people are just going to get one because they're both going to be time-consuming games. I think at the moment, Anthem is winning, though. I just really, I think people kind of... I agree with that. Enjoy that. I don't even know if that many people play the Division beta, but yeah, they're looking forward to Anthem more. And I think it's I think it's going to hurt the Division a little bit being so close. It seems that space, space magic outweighs realism, mm-hmm. in a sense, uh, with most people. And Anthem getting to fly around in that suit yeah, beats out, you know, slowly trying to run through the streets of D.C., yeah. probably. So it'll be interesting to see, but I, I almost wonder if they're they're almost cannibalizing each other. Oh, sure. Bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's hurting both. If, if one of them was coming out. Give it two months. Yeah. Two months apart, I think it would have been fine. Just enough to kind of wear off the shiny penny of whatever the, the first title was. And- mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure how much endgame Anthem's going to have or Division itself. I mean. Well, the question will be with Division 2. We'll talk about it a little bit more. But, you know, will it have to fix itself or did they get it after fixing it in the first game on the endgame side? <laughs> you know, it took, a lot, it took a lot of tries for Division to get it right the first game. Yeah. So we'll wait and see on that. Uh, next up. See, I told you we roll through this no, show. This I have, to, I have another, another point for Anthem. 
um, that Neil Blomkamp. I can never, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this oh, guy. So yeah, I'm definitely yeah. hacking his name. Neil Blomkamp, uh, the director yeah, from Blomkamp. District Nine. Yeah. So you guys can all like uh, email us and laugh at me how I yes, that's mispronounced uh, Rip, it. Reapercast at GrimReaperGamers.com, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So the director. What is the email of, address? <laughs> the director of Dis- District Nine is teasing an Anthem project. Um, so we have no idea what it is. Uh, you know, fans are speculating anything from like a, a trailer to a full featured movie. <laughs> but anyway, he went to, uh, he was on Twitter, uh, this week and he posted a picture of a javelin, which is the armor suit from, from Anthem. And he said this, been working on something new, really excited to share this soon, you know, and then, you know, hashtag Anthem the game. <clears throat> so I think it's going to be big. I think it'll pull some Destiny players away. Mm-hmm. Not the hard, hardcore Destiny players. But I, I think Destiny is going to take a little hit uh, with Anthem players. I, I Well, here's the thing with Destiny right now. it's um, They're winding down the last DLC, and I'm not sure when the next one comes up. And it's just a light level increase, and there's no raid or new activities. I could, you know, I could be wrong on this, but it's nothing major. I don't know how many people are going to continue playing Destiny. They might just gear up to their 700. I think it goes up to 700 next and then mm-hmm. put it down. So this will be a good opportunity for them to play something different, a good time for them, you know, as a Destiny player, because you're not going to have that raid to, to make yourself go to 700. Yeah, the, the hype the hype's coming stronger and stronger with Anthem. And they were smart by doing those demos, even though people were angry at first when they couldn't get on. <laughs> well, you know. Because there were people unsure about Anthem. And what it was. So that that was a smart move to get it out there. Yeah. All right. So Neil Blumpkin's doing something. Neil Blumpkin. Blumpkins. <laughs> Blumpkin. yeah. probably, that's how I probably pronounce his name. I don't know. South African dude. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully he's not a listener because we lost him. And he also made the wonderful movie called Chappie with two fine performers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Die Antwoord were in it. So. Yeah, you, Yolandi you and Ninja. Them in a while. It's been a while since you brought them up. Yeah, yeah. That's such a great movie. They're they're such fine actors. They really are. Not only can they rap, well, being but... the professional I am, I've never seen either movie. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> lose both, them there too. They're both good movies. You should actually see District Nine's really good. If you're saying it's a good movie, then I don't know what it's to a sci-fi say about movie. Them. Come on. Yeah, well, I do like sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. All right, now you're good with Anthem? Now the host can now, move on? Now you can move on, yes. All right. All right, so uh, next up, uh, man, I, like I say all the time, we're we're big-time professionals here, but out of nowhere, I, I, don't even, I don't even know where it came from. All of a sudden, Apex Legends hits, and kaboom. Yeah. They, they just came out of nowhere, and everybody started playing it. And it probably took a bite out of Fortnite, even though I don't know demographic-wise if kids would have swayed as much as uh, adults did. But you've played Apex. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so this came really out of, I think, out of nowhere. They they had a, an announcement that um, Respawn, I think it was like a, what, last Friday, they're coming out with a, a new game. Yeah. And they're going to announce it and release it Monday. I was like, What? <laughs> A new Battle Royale game, and nobody knew anything about it. And then sure enough, Monday comes, and they release this game, uh, Apex Legends, which is basically uh, your standard Battle Royale game. Uh, it's pretty, if you've played any of them, you're pretty familiar with this then. Um, 
you're in a ship and you drop down and you loot and you get weapons and gear and you kill each other. Last one standing wins. This is set in the Titanfall universe. So the people have Titanfall. Like they, they kind of look like those players. The weapons are from Titanfall. You don't have the wall running that you had in Titanfall, but uh, you have some, like you, you move fast and you can climb up some different things. You just don't have the wall running like you had. And no ma- and no big titans. No no titans. Obviously, it's, it's also no no titan titans, which might make an interesting limited time mode to have like one titan in the map. <laughs> Everybody yeah. have it. Um, Everybody trying to get to it. Yeah, that would get people from being. I like. I, I have not gotten a chance to play this yet, but that would probably draw a lot more people to try and go for it. Oh sure. Than yeah. not, but then you'd have the people that would stay back and just in a spot and pick people off, mm-hmm. trying yeah. to go for it. Well, they have they do some interesting things. Um, they do have two hot spots to to point to get people to go to. Um, one's on the map; it's a big blue circle. You land in there, and that's usually where like some of the higher end loot is. So you get a lot of like, squads dropping there. There's also mm-hmm. like this drop ship that kind of hovers around, just like little spaceship that hovers around, and you can land on that, and that's got a ton of loot. Either one of those spots, you're going to get into a big hot battle. You're going to get into a big fight. It's different. It's kind of like um, they took Overwatch and mixed it in with you know Battle Royale, Fortnite. Uh, it's fast paced. You have heroes or champions or whatever they call them in this game. I forget. They have specific powers. They have a passive power, and then they have two oh. active abilities. You can you can activate like uh, I play the the medic chick, and I can drop like a healing drone, or you know, and she can also drop down this med ship that has extra gear into it. That's our super. Mm-hmm. And are those untimed? They're timed. Like you can use it like every three minutes or so, or pretty much, yeah. So mm-hmm. there's and uh, every few minutes that'll pop up, and you can pop your ultimate. Uh, and each character has their own specific thing. Um, God, what is it? There's eight characters, I think. Um, six, which in the game, which you can play as, and two you have to buy, uh, and you can buy them with microtransaction money, or you can earn it mm-hmm. within game, kind of like. Um, Rainbow Six Siege mm-hmm. with their heroes, so you can you can actually earn it with if you play the game long enough, or you can just buy them. It's a hundred percent free to play. It has loot, so you can buy like loot drops. You can buy different skins. You can buy uh, character skins. You can buy weapon skins, but you can also earn some of this stuff in game. So they're basically trying to create the the Fortnite model, pretty much. But you can actually earn stuff in game without so, the building. Yeah, as you uh, as you play, it's. It's similar to Overwatch where you level up, you get a crate and unlocks and gives you three different things. And there'll be like weapon skins or character sayings or voice sayings or their skins. So you can get like the costumes. So you actually can get some gear. And to me, that's good enough for me because I'll get some shiny mm-hmm. different guns and I don't need to buy them because I'm getting some decent ones as a, as I play. Now, the drawback I hear is that it's trios only. Yes, it is trios only. There's talks about going to um, going to solos. They're creating a solo queue and duo queue, which I'm not quite sure how this will work because this is a more of a, a game designed around teamwork where you mm-hmm. your character plays off of other characters. You're going to need to have multiple players on each team just to cover different roles for the with the champions. Yeah, can I jump in off of that? So they basically take the Fortnite model with Battle Royale. But they almost give you, is it almost like, a, it's almost like a little bit of an overwatch mm-hmm. by having different characters with different pieces yes. and trying to work the best pieces together. Yes. Yeah, that's, it, it's exactly, pretty much exactly what it is. And 
So if you play solo, how's that going to work? Are you going to run around as a big tank guy or are you just going to focus on DPS player? I mean, it, it, it's, I think if you do a solo queue, you'll only see maybe two of the heroes being used and the rest mm-hmm. kind of being ignored. Yeah, where the other battle royales, when you go in, you're just you're basically a person. Yeah, yeah, you just know that special, with no special abilities, abilities or anything. And yeah, I mean that's the biggest complaint is that once it goes back, it goes back to how multiplayer games are not played the way they're designed because randoms get in. Oh, God, if, you're, yeah. if you don't have if you don't have a group of three, and now you're playing with randoms, and most of the time people aren't on mics when they're randoms. Um, partly because society has made us that way because we don't want to deal with idiots. Oh, no. And it's one thing for like me, you and John to play because we kind of know how all of us play. But even if you are communicating with the other randoms, you don't know that as well as say like the three of us, if we were doing it. No. And and, and this game tries to alleviate that. It has uh, this ping system built in. If you write, uh, write bumper stuff, uh, you can like mark an item like, oh, here's armor, and you can right bumper it, and I'll announce to your teammates, there's blue armor here, purple armor here, or this gun here. You'll point to a location, let's go there, let's go there. You know, you hit, hit the R bumper, the right bumper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then same for enemy positions. So if you hit the the right bumper and you see an enemy off in the distance, you can kind of ping, and then it'll so show up. you can tag them like, bat- like Battlefield. Yeah. The old Battlefield where you could mark. So they do a pretty good job with that. So it kind of alleviates some of the... You know, no communication. If you just if players are using that, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's better than nothing. But it works pretty well. Uh, they, they also, when you drop in, you come in as a as a trio. So you drop as a trio, and you okay. you, you fly in together as a trio. So if, like whoever one of the three gets to choose where you land, um, and they'll fly. And down. that's it. Un- unlike in like PUBG, where yeah. Good luck. Yeah, because you know it, it's fun because well, we play like uh, blackout and people could never figure out how to land in certain spots and you're just like, oh. so you, you'd have a squad mm-hmm. and you'd be like one person would be like a mile back, but at, at the same time with the trio launch, you can press what X and disengage from that and land wherever you want anyway. Oh, okay, but yeah, it's one of the things. Have you could... have you played with randoms, or you've always gone a team of three? No, I have. Uh, we were playing the other night. We couldn't. There was a few squads going, uh, so it was uh, me and another player, and we couldn't find a third at the time. So we were just playing with randoms, and we were actually doing like because they have in-game ch- voice chat. So if you just if you're mm-hmm. not an expert, uh, you can talk to people there. And yeah, so the first random. That's when I realized we needed the Xbox party up, and <laughs> I need to just play with yeah. TRG because. Uh yeah, you had the music going, you had a the fourteen year old screaming and yelling and Yeah, unfortunately that that's the problem with trying to play with randoms. Yeah. So now here's a couple questions for you. First off, should Battlefield even bother at this point with a battle royale? No. No. They should just say, We never said that. We we are not making a battle royale. I don't know what you're talking about. Just you just pretend like it was just, just somebody was on a trip. Yeah, <laughs> April Fool's joke, you know. Uh, we got yeah. you. Yeah, no, they right. absolutely should not. Battlefield, fine, no. All right, and then next is, does this hurt Fortnite, kill Fortnite? Is it a demographic thing where the kids will probably still gravitate to Fortnite and maybe adults go to this? What do you think? Boy, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about this one. So right now, it's the ultra-hot Shiny Penny. I mean, this game is ultra-hot. I mean, it's just crazy hot. It's just... Mm-hmm. 
so I, I I'm trying to think how is this going to, you know, at the moment it's it's hurting Fortnite for sure. Everybody's playing this game. It's it's a lot of fun. It's fast paced. It's what the kids like with the fast pace with Fortnite. It's very quick. Now, the question is, can it compete with Fortnite over time? Fortnite's very nimble mm-hmm. and very agile. It's just they can they make changes all the time. They they update the maps. They put the battle passes in. They put the good skins in, the dance moves. They're very good at what they do. The Marshmallow Dude concert you, that I have no idea oh, what the hell yeah. that was. That was actually the coolest thing. They had 10 million people on at once to watch Marshmallow. They had a Marshmallow concert in-game, and it, it was done so very well. And they were able to do stuff like that. So can Apex Legends compete with that? Can they continue that? I mean, right now they're they're beat. I think they're... I don't know if they're beating them, but they're doing rather well against them. I mean, it really is a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over time, is it going to? Are they going to update the game, update the map, up, give you new characters to play as? Well, remember they're also working on Titan, the next Titanfall. They are. Uh, I do know they have a couple battle passes uh, or seasons, whatever they call them, coming up that you'll be able to play through, unlock different content or whatever, different skins, but. Is that going to be enough? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have a feeling that the Fortnite's going to pull out in the long run. Yeah, but I think that the one thing that's nice is there is no building, so a lot of people have issues with the building. Even you know, it's my issue. Yeah, and I think if, if you played the game a little bit, it might get a little bit better. But there's always going to be that skill gap. You play someone that can build; they can build a fortress in two seconds, and you got like a ramp. Mm-hmm. So you don't have that here. So you have the, the quick paced game. And without the headache of trying to learn a whole new mechanic. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, like, I I like what's come out lately. Like, Blackout, I really like. That's another one I really like. I really enjoy. But I know they will. They're too slow with making changes and updating the Mm -hmm. game. And already now you're like, let's see an addition to the map. Let's change the map a little bit. Like, Fortnite will change that map. And Yeah. I don't don't know if Blackout did the hit to Fortnite that Apex has. No, no, no. And I think Apex being free-to-play, I think if Blackout was free-to-play or if it was $30, it would have did a little bit of damage to Fortnite. But the $60 buy-in price initially mm-hmm. steered people away from it. I mean, I think it's a great game. And I think, to me, those are the two I play, Blackout and Apex. Well, even now, Blackout at 30 even they brought the price down, it's generally 30 bucks now. Yeah, but the the problem is, is now now Apex comes out; it's free to play. Mm-hmm. So if if your reasoning for wanting to go maybe buy Blackout is because I don't want the building of Fortnite, well now guess what? There's a free to play game that I don't have to drop thirty bucks on Call of Duty. No, if I'm only going to play Blackout. And what amazed me too, what was great about this game was it released and it actually worked. Like, yeah, that's rare. <laughs> you the game came out, you you downloaded it. You kicked, you know, fired it up, and you're in a game right away. And you know, there was a couple little hiccups, like uh, you know, there's a few bugs in it, nothing major, nothing earth shattering. But yeah, the service held up. You got in the games. You didn't have problems grouping up. So it's it's a fantastic game. It's free. You cannot beat it. No. And I wish more game companies could pull that off. I mean, it came out of nowhere and worked. Yeah. Well, how great would that be? Like games, like all of a sudden, it's just. Boom, we have this game and it's coming out in three days and it works and it's like a big hype game. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just making crap up, but like Fallout 5, instead of having the whole build and then the disappointment and everything, you know, Fallout 5, two days from now it's available. Bam. 
yeah. you know, type of thing. It, nice. it was so funny. I just, no one was talking about this at all. I don't know if it was ever announced. I, I just remember finding out about it like that Friday and then Monday yeah, came I didn't around know and it was. I don't follow the news a ton. No, no, but you at least hear something like this. I mean, Respawn creating mm-hmm. a battle royale and no one was talking about it at all. It's a great game. It's, at, it's worth the download. At first, because I don't pay, you know, I'm a horrible podcast uh, person because I, I don't pay attention as much as I should. At first, I thought it was like some type of expansion off of the Titanfall game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought it was like a Titanfall 2 type of like, you know, game yeah. uh, mode that came out. And I was like, oh, I still have Titanfall. That would suck for people that don't have it. I didn't know it was even its own separate entity at first when I first saw the, the news about it. No, and I'm thinking like how they're going to do Battle Royale games with uh, Titans running around and stuff. And... Mm-hmm. No. But... I actually like, you're not a Titanfall fan, but I actually like Titanfall. No, I, yeah, I, I don't like mechs. I don't like Titans. I don't like giant robots. You know why me and John like it? Because I don't play it. Because, no, well, that's that's probably is the number one reason. Because they have those NPC enemies that are that are easy kills, so that way on the scoreboard it looks like I did more than I really did. Oh, I, I want to point out off. another thing this game does very well is uh, the way it handles attachments. So if you pick up a gun and say you mm-hmm. have a scope on it, a barrel, blah, 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 a stock, and then you find a, a different gun you like better and it takes the same type of attachments, it automatically transfers for you. You pick up the new gun and all your stuff goes with it. Like, boom, it's oh, there. that's great. Uh, and then if you want to switch between, like, guns, you have two guns, but you want to switch a, a scope around, you just bring it up, click transfer, doom, it's done. Like, it's so that's simple. Nice. It's so smooth. They did a great job with that. Watch, watch how I transition here now. Speaking of games where you got to really concentrate on your all your attachments, Division 2 Beta <laughs> came out. I can't tell you how many times in the first Division when I'm looking at that inventory screen Ugh. and trying to compare what I have to what I, you know, have on the gun and what to take off and move to another gun and all that. So it's funny you said that. No, well, um, but the, the, You'd had to get to ahead. the point where you started min-maxing in Division 1. Because then it started getting yeah. crazy. You're looking at different mods. Well, this mod's a plus 30, and this one's a plus 31. And, oh, oh yeah. it's, you almost need like a spreadsheet on your oh. computer to mark everything down to know what's going on. It was, it's crazy. I, I didn't get much into attachments or anything in the beta, but uh, Division 2 beta came out. Um, the biggest complaint I've seen from people, which to me is not a valid complaint, is, well, it's just it's a Division 1. <laughs> Well, well, let me give a good example let me, before I let you go here. Let me give a good example of sometimes it's good to just do what you do well. I, we've talked about it on the show many times. Crackdown. Loved Crackdown. They made Crackdown too, and they said, hey, let's change it up. Let's bring in those enemies, things at nighttime and all this. And it sucked. It wasn't the fun game that I had in the first game. Sometimes more of the same is good. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, at, look what Call of Duty did. Over the years, I mean, they they kept their uh, their gameplay the same. They'll change minor things, but for the most part, it's the same as Modern Warfare One. Sure, you can. Pl- I, I played this over the weekend, just not too much, just a little bit. I just want to get a taste of it. And you could say this is Division One, the expansion. I mean, it's definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's. But I'm fine with that. Yeah, oh, I'm fine with it too. I was a huge Division One fan. I, I enjoy. That game mode, I like the cover mechanics, the, how you how you get around the map, you leap over things. I like how you equip your guns. I like the guns you have. I like playing Barbie dress up. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Rainbow Six Vegas. It reminds me of that, and I just in an open world environment. So I I love it. Yeah, I I more than the same is fine by me. 
What's funny to me is I did like I like the change in the season, and now it's I think it's spring <laughs> and stuff. But believe it or not, I miss I miss the winter and the snow. I do too. I love of New York Division One setting the the snow, the winter, the dark zone, being in the dark, being cold and snow. I yeah, it's going to take like a while to get better. used to the the summer, the spring summer vegetation everywhere because now you're past what eight months after the epidemic or whatever and. Mm-hmm. Everything's overgrown and it's just weird. It's, yeah, it's so it's because I played so much of the first division in the snow in New York, and now all of a sudden I'm like I'm playing basically the same game, mm-hmm. but now in, there's vegetation and and it really was a big difference to me and what I was seeing. Yeah, so it kind of threw me off for a minute when I first was in the environment. Yeah, it's. It's going to take getting used to. I, I like. I yeah. I agree with you. I I preferred the winter, and that's just. I don't know. It was. That's a minor thing. I'm not too worried about it. I did notice. Uh, the first day there was some severe issues, and looks like they fixed it because I played the second day. Uh, I was playing the first mission, getting through. I almost got halfway through, and I kept getting dropped and dropped and dropped. That's yeah, frustrating. But it looks like they fixed that. Uh, there was also people reporting that there's bugs and glitches from Division One that are still present in this game. So like, there was one that's in PvP in the Dark Zone, where if you're a player and you're hiding behind cover, you can somehow glitch it so you're behind cover but shoot the enemy and they cannot see you at all. Oh, that's frustrating. <laughs> so, and they say that that bug's still in this game, which is like, you know, come on, Ubisoft, let's. Let's fix that shit. I mean, that's something you yeah. should have gotten. And yeah, so I mean, people are complaining it's more of the same. It, it, they could have made a different game, and it could have just been awful. Yeah. So you know, if a game's working, make a new story, make a new environment, and give me more of it. Yeah, and I didn't play too much of it because I'm kind of looking forward to the release. I just wanted to see it. I got past the first mission, got some guns, and got some kills. Uh, I wanted to see if I still enjoyed the the title, which I did. Uh, the graphics look great. It played very well. The gunplay was great. I thought I thought it was fantastic shooting people. It was enjoyable. Uh, the one thing I, I had the worst time with was the stupid drone. So I picked the the ability I could have two skills. Yeah, I had the drone, but I never used it. I had the drone and I had the turret, and I, that was fine. But the drone, I could never figure out how to work that. So you, I call up the drone, and you're supposed to look at something and press LB again. And it goes and bombs it. I yeah. I did I could not get that to work. No matter what I did, I could never get that to work right. And if you press LB too much, it dismantles the drone. It was a whole shit show. Why are you getting shot? I'm like this. That was awkward. But maybe it's. I just, thought they said that that's being addressed. Maybe because holy cow. Uh, the other weird thing that I noticed was you constantly have this agent requesting backup message. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that is. Why that keeps coming up. Every five minutes, you know, all these random players requesting backup. They need to put in an option to limit that or turn it off. I couldn't find it in the Did settings. You have to keep hearing it. Yeah, I wanted to shut that off because I'm like, this is annoying. I'm not helping anyone. I'm just kind of want to do a mission or two and see how the game is. Yeah, I had forgotten about um, like how the AI, like how it flank you and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so that that took me a few minutes as well. Is uh. Uh, that that first little mission, they pull you through on, uh, on your approach to the White House, mm-hmm. and um, and all of a sudden I'm I'm taking cover and I'm trying to clear the zone, and forgot. I mean, all of a sudden I got guys on the left and right of me. Yeah. 
they're not know, messing around. Shots. Yeah, which is great because okay. that, that adds to, their, to the realism of that game. So it really, it's like we talked about. It's either going to be, do you want a realistic type of game or do you want space game? Yeah. Space magic. Well, this one was always, I was definitely always getting this one. Uh, I kind of, I really enjoyed Division One's campaigns. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. I mean, I never play campaigns through. and This one had the nice thing, too, where people could kind of jump in and out. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't just a single-player experience. No. Which, which helped, and it was easy to do, unless you were still in the tutorial mission like somebody that's normally on the show that isn't on tonight. <laughs> I don't know if you ever left the tutorial zone. And he bought the whole full expansion, the whole entire, all of yeah. it. Well, he likes to support developers. Yeah, he did. He, he sure as heck supported them. It's like buying a car and never driving it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's just, yeah. Hey, did you see my new no, Lincoln out there? Too... <laughs> well, Nebraska, they, they, you know, corn kernels go a lot further than, than American dollars. <laughs> so that, so that's why. No, I didn't get so it. So I, go ahead. I didn't get a chance to go into the dark zone, which is an area that I, I like to either. play. Um, but usually I go in there with, uh, a couple guys that sherpa me around like a quantum or a short bus and we'll go in there and, and kind of just mess around. I know there was, it looked like there's three dark zones, but I didn't spend a minute in there. So that's something I'm looking forward to in game. Mm-hmm. And even the DC map and everything was built like New York where there's zones and depending on your level, you know, and they warn you, it's, it's, it is very similar to the first one. And it's supposed to be a uh, one for one. Which is great. DC, right? I mean, it's supposed to be like New York was. Uh, New York was. And so I think DC I mean, is New same. York, that was pretty accurate. Yeah. That's pretty cool how they can do that. Yeah, I don't know DC as well as New York, so when I'm in there, I've been to DC multiple times, but nah. not as well as I knew New York, obviously. So uh, that that's what was cool to me, too, is like when I was walking around New York in the first one, and I'm like, crap, I know where we are. You know, I could kind of figure, know where, where we were throughout the city, especially like the Midtown area. Yeah, but um, the, so that was just the uh, if you pre-ordered or if you registered for a code, and I believe they have an open one, uh, coming up too. I forget the dates of it. I think it's coming up next week or two. Yeah, yeah. People should um, give it a try. Um, but I really, I don't know. I think Anthem's going to win a lot of people over over this. And yeah, yeah. I'm more leaning towards Division just because I enjoyed the first one so much, and Anthem. I'm I'm not quite sure, but the, it's the problem. Is like we talked about earlier. If I do both, plus I play Atlas. Yeah. It, where where do you and and I don't have it's during this time of year for me. I I don't have ample amounts of time to devote to gaming. Yeah. That's just the career I have. This time of year, minus the summer and a couple of breaks here and there, in in education, you don't have time, especially in the type of education I'm in. So. I can't commit to a time sink and that makes it difficult when you want to play three games and then now you top it off and sorry to kind of go around on it here. So I get the vision and then down the road, I say, you know what? I want to get Anthem because that looks really cool. Well, by then everybody's way ahead <laughs> unless you have people like Valiant who are willing to help. Well, he helps you get caught up. He helps certain people. Yeah. Well, he won't help me. But but unless you have that type of person, you forget buying it three months down the road, because you're gone. You're 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 now everybody's moved on to to wherever the higher level stuff is, and in game stuff. So that makes it a tough decision. 
Yeah. And it's unfortunate now with gaming that that's the case. Well, it could be worse. Couldn't have a game. Like I said, uh, the Destiny, I'm kind of wrapped up in that. Uh, so I'll give Anthem a try. And we'll see how that goes. I don't know if that's going to have legs, how long that's going to last, if it's going to be fun after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know a lot of the guys from GRG are getting it. So I'll get it just to kind of game with them and just to be a social butterfly that I am. Yeah, well, me, I won't get either game because, you know, I, I don't want to have to game with anybody. So I'll make sure I don't get either game. Well, I've seen how you shoot uh, in game with the broken right it's a trigger. Broken controller. Yeah, so yeah. you're doing Definitely. us a favor. Yeah. So, uh, you know, good talk, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I do agree that Anth- I mean, we're kind of in agreement here that Fortnite's going to hold long term over Apex, and that Anthem's probably going to hurt division sales, Yeah, at least in our community. Oh, sure. Uh, we'd like to welcome all the new members in our community. We've had a lot of new members uh, joining lately, uh, looking for Apex and uh, Anthem coming out. And I don't think we've really made a division push yet. Not yet, no. Um, but we've had a lot of people coming in. It's great to see the applications come in. Uh, any ones that uh, that I am grumpy about and I don't think you put enough information in your application, then we just let Grex approve those. <laughs> yeah. So... But we like seeing the applications. It's great. Uh, keep keep applying. Keep joining. The more members, the more opportunities to get to play with people. Get people on your friends list, and just jump in parties. Don't don't wait for invites. Uh, that's the best way to get involved in our community. Yeah, I mean, people need to, you know, take take a few minutes, uh, spend some time, get to know the other guys. Uh, we're not an LFG site so much as a community, so it's it's a long term thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put the Absolutely. time in and get to know people, and you'll be gaming with people every night. It's basically purgatory. Yes, yeah, pretty much of bad games. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely join us. But yeah, don't don't ever wait for invites. Just get people on your friends list and and pop in a party, and and you'll be you'll be off and gaming with guys every night. No problems. Just be nice to Valiant, or he will never let you in on his game. <laughs> Speaking from personal experience. Uh, the next show will be recorded on or about, I think, the 25th of February. It's almost through February already. It's crazy. Oh, I know. It's nuts. Uh, yeah. Uh, visit us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Gamers. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, which is grgamers.com. Spell out the dot, D-O-T. Uh, you can email us and tell us how much you miss Johnny at reapercast at grimreapersgamers.com. Check out the website, grimreapergamers.com. Um, you know, come visit us, check out the community. Like I talked about earlier, it's a great place to be. Uh, Lala, thank you very much for, uh, helping us get through this for just the two of us tonight without John. Hopefully he's feeling better. Um, but I, we actually didn't go too short. (laughs) So we got, you know, we kind of pulled on through. So, uh, thanks for being on tonight and, uh, just remember, join our community and let's see if I can do a 20 minute. Hey, I, like I got John. a thing. Do you think we can start a yeah. GoFundMe to airlift medicine to Nebraska? Or? That's true. We should get a PayPal account going on that because John might not get medicine for months with the Wells Fargo wagon. Yes. So, yeah. I gotta, if I could cue up the song from the music man, I would. <laughs> um, but then we'll get into rates things. He can be the little uh, Ron Howard singing the song. But, uh, yeah, make sure you join us. Um, have a good time uh, with a bunch of guys. Uh, just being idiots all the time. Great place to be. So with that, thank you very much. We'll see you in a few weeks. 
And remember, never game alone.